All right, geez, our favorite segment here. It's the picks. Um, haven't really get talked to you too much. Uh, you got what we got last week. What happened here? Well, Elzer, uh, you t- you came away with the week thirteen win. Uh, you had a very solid week, uh, going eight four and one. I took a step back. I am uh, losing games here behind you. I went four eight and one. A lot of shitty backdoor covers that fucked me. And, that Carolina uh, backdoor, I'm telling you, dude. I called it. And uh, you, you, it, you know that that's that's gambling, baby. But <laughs> you, on the year, you are 98, 86, and six, very respectable. Um, and I'm 91, 93, and six, so I'm still hanging around. But I need a big week. I need a couple string, a couple of weeks here uh, together to try to kind of make up some ground here. But let's all go ahead and get started here. Uh, at the time of recording, we are recording on a Thursday, so we're going to avoid the Thursday night football game. And besides, neither one of us wanted to fucking pick that game, so no yep. thank you. Um, we'll start with the Sunday slate here. We'll go to Los Angeles travel into Baltimore. The Ravens are seven and a half point favorites at home. I'll let the top dog, Helzer, lead us off. This one's very, very interesting. Um, I don't like picking against the Ravens off a of bye week. I feel like they're a historic franchise where they take the bye week seriously. But the Rams have been super, super hot. And I think if Puka Nakua plays this week, I think that this is going to be a game where it could be a backdoor cover for the Rams. But I'm just going to stick with my gut here. I think the Rams, they got to stop somewhere. And Baltimore at home is just absolutely dominant. So I'm going to go with the Ravens here, minus 7.5. It might come here to bite me, but the Rams are just kind of too hot right now, and I I really like Baltimore at home here. So give me the uh, Ravens here, minus 7.5. Yep, I'm doing the same thing, Hauser. Like you said, the Ravens have been very good this year covering the spread. Uh, Rams are only 2-4 in their last six, but Baltimore over their last 14 games is 10-4. And I'm pretty sure that they may have they may be undefeated uh, at home when it's uh, talking about covering the spread yep. here. So yeah, let's uh, let's take the lay the seven and a half. That hook is always there to fuck you in the end. So yeah, I'm ready for a backdoor cover on this one as well. All right, let's move over to the next game here, divisional matchup. We got Carolina traveling down to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Home cooking for the Saints. They're favored by five and a half points. I'll go ahead and start this one. I'll make this one quick. Uh, both teams suck, but the Saints suck a little less. Uh, Carolina can't stop the run, so I'm hoping Camara uh, is going to have a big day here. But I'll lay the five and a half here. I think the Saints bounce back and cover. See, I want to do the same thing I did last week here and pick the Panthers. Um, especially that draft capital doesn't really matter to them. Um, but I look at it this way, and... I look at the Saints, and they got to come back after last week. They're at home again, which um, they're not going to have any Lions fans there. And I, I was listening to a quote from the uh, the owner saying that he was so impressed with the way that the Lions showed up as a fan base where they were just as loud as the Saints fans, and it was something that was very foreign to them. Um, but I do think that the Saints here do pull this off. But I just think that Carolina, man, they gave the ball to Chubba 24 times last week, which was absolutely unheard of the new coach loves him some chubba um but the saints like i said they're at home i think they do bounce back i think chubba still has a big game based on that but i'm gonna go the saints here minus five and a half all right moving on to the next game we're still in the one o'clock hour we got the colts traveling to cincinnati 
Bengals only one and a half uh, point favorites here, Helzer, but Jake Browning's looked very well in his last couple games. What are we doing with this one? Yeah, you know, Washington makes the college football playoff, and then Jake Browning comes out of nowhere. I mean, Washington fans have got to be just resilient right now. Absolutely tears for joy. But Indy, I love their coach, man. I love Shane Steichen. I mean, to get Gardner Minshew and get you the way the win last week, I'm telling you, man, I, I just, I'm a huge fan of Shane Sykin. He should be definitely in the running for coach of the year, especially if what has happened. Um, and I do like the way the Bengals are, are playing with Jake Browning. And I think I'm going to go with the Bengals here, but got to give tremendous credit to Shane Steichen and the Colts. But I'm going to go with the Bengals here, actually minus one and a half. I do like the fact that the way that they played and they scored against Jacksonville. But I just think that the way Chase played, the way Browning played, they're at home again. Um, I think Indy's going to hit a bump in the road at one of these times. So I'm going to go with Cincy here. Well, it'll probably be the bump in the road that I fall for because I'll take the points here with the Colts. Uh, they've been very good uh, against the spread. Last four games, they've won outright. Uh, they've been pretty much uh, favorites by the same line there, one and a half. And Carolina, New England, two and a half against Tampa Bay and one point favorites against Tennessee. They've covered the last four, uh, so I'll keep riding that gravy train there. I'll uh, I'll take the one and a half and uh, take the Colts here. All right, moving on. Next game, uh, Jacksonville traveling to Cleveland uh, to take on the Browns. Obviously, we got to monitor the Trevor Lawrence situation there, uh, so we could have a C.J. Beathard sighting uh, starting <laughs> against Cleveland. Joe Flacco didn't look too bad last week. Uh, I'll go ahead and lead us off here. As much as I would love to take Jacksonville. And the points here, you know, I don't know. The, the Trevor Lawrence thing is still kind of lingering. Uh, really don't know if uh, he's going to play. Uh, he must have rubber ankles because that, that did look pretty nasty, and he only came away with a high ankle sprain. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, good for Jacksonville that they only avoided a pretty serious injury. Uh, but I think Joe Flacco is, uh, it, you know, might be good enough here to cover um, and I think the Browns defense uh, will play well, especially if C.J. Beathard's there. I think the Browns defense will feast. Might not be a good idea here, but I'll lay the three with the Browns, and uh, we'll probably get this one wrong here. But, Helzer, who do you like in this matchup? Probably the toughest game to pick this week, to be honest with you, because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I think I seen a thing on McAfee where Lawrence is already practicing. They're already freaking out that he's practicing. And the guy does have rubber ankles. Do you remember when James Houston, when they came, he came to Ford Field, just yep. bent him in half in his ankle and he was fine? Guy might have rubber ankles here. Uh, Trevor Lawrence plays. I think they win this game. I, I said Joe Flacco played great last week for, you know, just kind of hopping in there. But um, this Jacksonville team offensively, they have a lot of weapons. Uh, Christian Kirk hopefully can play this game. I know he was injured. But, you know, I just think if Lawrence is out there, I, I have to trust that over Flacco, and I'm getting points with it. So, yeah, give me Jacksonville plus three. I think Kirk's going to be out for the foreseeable future, but they will have Parker Washington step in. But, yeah, I you know probably will get fucked with that game. Uh, let's go on to another divisional matchup. Not Bears-Lions, but Buccaneers-Falcons. Bucks travel into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, Falcons somehow are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Helzer, go ahead and lead this one off. It's your favorite team, man, the Arthur Smith Falcons. You know, this one's tough here, um, the way I look at it. Atlanta at home, you know, they play a little bit better, it seems like, at home. But uh, Tampa, you know, the way Mike Evans, let's give him credit, another 1,000-yard uh, season for him. Uh, you know, that's super impressive for how long he's been in the league. But I just look at it this way. I feel like these Falcons and Bucks are these uh, Saints and Bucks or Saints and Falcons. These games are all the same, and it's always a one-possession game. 
So if that is the case, give me the Bucks here plus two and a half, just based on the fact that these games are always so close. So yeah, give me the Bucks. Yeah, you know, I I can't stand betting or picking the Falcons. The Falcons are probably <laughs> the worst coach team in the NFL. I I can't stand Arthur Smith, but football conventional wisdom, two and a half points. You know, it's probably like you said, a one score game, field goal game. I'll I'll lay the two and a half with Atlanta and take the fucking Falcons and we're going to just move on. All right. Another divisional matchup here. We got the Lions traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. Chicago three and a half point dogs at home. I'll go ahead and start this one off here. Chicago hasn't looked that bad lately. They're four and two in their last six against the spread. Um, They've covered their last two. Uh, Detroit only covering the last uh, one out of three games. I mean, they they have covered historically well under Dan Campbell, but, I mean, we talked about it earlier. I think this is a trap game uh, for the Lions here, so I will take the Bears and the points uh, and uh, don't like doing it, but, you know, I, I, don't like, uh, I don't like what we're going into here as Lions fans here. So, Helzer, go ahead and take your pick. I don't like this game either at all, but I will say the Lions against the spread have been pretty solid under Dan Campbell. Um, I do think Fields does go off, but do they have enough to, um, you know, make it, a, like I said, with the three? Uh, I think our offense, you know, it depends if it does snow. I mean, this, I think this does change things, but if it, if it is a clear day, um, even though it is outside, I still like the Lions, even though I think Justin Fields goes absolutely off. Give me the Lions minus three. All right, moving on to the next game here. We got the Houston Texans traveling up to New York to take on the Jets. Texans are three and a half point favorites on the road. Elzer, go ahead and kick this one off. So this is one I was talking at work the other day, and I said this Jets team is so dysfunctional. But, you know, this this game, how is it plus three and a half? Have everything that's happening right now, I mean, I know you got the um, the injury with um, the Texans receiver, but I just, I just can't look at this and pick the Jets. But for some reason, why is the spread so low? I mean, Zach Wilson's forced in there. I mean, you're, you're telling this kid he has to go to church. So he, he finally puts a suit on, goes to church, doesn't want to go to church for everything the way that it's handled. I want to pick the Texans here, minus three and a half, but I just have this funky feeling that the Jets can pull a backdoor cover here. I don't have the balls to do it here, but I am just want to get this out there. I do feel like that that is a possibility, even though their Brees Hall is questionable. But yeah, let me, uh, let me go here and do Houston minus three and a half, and I think I might lose this one. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Jets' defense... For, you know what it's worth hasn't been that bad um they're not very good against the spread lately i mean they just don't have a quarterback they're only five in their last five against the spread haven't covered since that philly game where they somehow miraculously won uh that tank bell injury certainly sucks yes. i mean he was having such a great rookie year they look like that the texans are probably going to make a run here so to see they have a ton of injuries um so had uh, football conventional wisdom three-point game Jets would cover in that situation. Let me just take the points and roll the dice here. Wow. I need to cover some ground. So I'll take the Jets and the points here. All right. Moving on. We're in the 4 o'clock hour here. We got the, another, another divisional matchup. Seattle traveling to San Francisco, taking on the 49ers here. 49ers, 10.5-point favorites at home, even against Seattle. Um, they're 13-7 and seven again, and against the spread in their last 20 games is the San Fran. 
Um, right now, they're dealing with less injuries. Um, you know, I don't know what we're going to see, if we're going to see Kenneth Walker or Zach Charbonnet uh, uh, playing in this game here. Uh, Seattle's in a tough stretch here. Uh, yes, San Francisco has really done pretty well um, historically against large spreads. I think the only one they haven't covered, um, obviously, the Cleveland game, where they were nine-and-a-half-point favorites, and then Minnesota, and then Tampa Bay. So, uh, I, I mean, this is probably not the smartest idea I've had, but I, I guess I'll lay the ten-and-a-half with 49ers. I, I just think they're playing way too well for me to bet against them. Let me lay the ten-and-a-half. Yeah, and it depends. Like I said, if, if Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet are in this game, I like 10 points with Seattle. I think their roster is great enough. But, I mean, you don't. if you're one-dimensional, I mean, San Fran's going to put it to you. Just because Seattle is a, has a decent roster and these are divisional games, in the way San Fran came out, I think a lot of money's going to be on San Fran after the way they smack Philly around. So with the 10 points or 10.5, let me, just give me Seattle and hope it's a good divisional game. You know, I'm getting 10.5 points. Probably the smart thing to do, but I'm not smart. All right, move on to the next game. We got Minnesota traveling to Vegas. Uh, we got the return of Jay Jettas, and because of that, maybe, I don't know, not sure, don't work in the sportsbook world. But Minnesota is three-point favorites on the road. Uh, Helzer, who do we like in this matchup? I think this is going to be a really good game, actually. I think this is going to be down to the wire here. Um, I, know, I think Josh Jacobs is going to get the ball 20 times. You know, the Raiders at home have been, you know, Someone decent, like I said, they're 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 five and seven. But um, just with their roster they have being five and seven, it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Aiden O'Connell starting to get kind of a little bit more comfortable, and for them to just kind of go off of Josh Jobs and say he's the starter, and not stick with him after everything they've been through all year, is kind of interesting. But it's Jettas, dude. Jettas is back. Jettas is going to get two touchdowns. Mark my words. He's going to go absolutely off here, and I think uh, Minnesota does come in because they need to be intact with this and they can't lose to the Raiders here if they want to even have a chance to make for the playoffs here so give me Minnesota minus three yeah I think uh, Vegas is a scrappy team uh, the Raiders I think do have some some things going for them on, uh, on defense um, you know if Aiden O'Connell can manage the game and their defense can cause some havoc certainly they'll be in it Minnesota six and one in the last seven against the spread so uh, they've done very well against the spread uh, even with Josh Dobbs last week obviously uh, the Chicago game, one of the uh, clunkers uh, the, down the road there that they've uh, had the past two weeks. So, I mean, if if they can't protect Josh Dobbs, it's going to be another long day even with Jettas there. So I'll take the points with the Raiders here at home. Um, I think the Raiders have been, have been a scrappy enough team playing there for Antonio Pierce. Um, I'll take the points at home. All right, next game, we got a divisional matchup, 430 window here. Uh, we got the Denver Broncos traveling to the Los Angeles Chargers here to take on, of course, the Chargers. Um, they're two-and-a-half-point favorites, so are the Chargers at home. I'll go ahead and kick this one off. I don't really like what the Chargers have been doing lately. Um, obviously, the only win last week in uh, in New England, you score six points. Um, they I, they just look like a, def- a dysfunctional group right now. I Denver lose the, lost a close one there to Houston the other week. Uh, I think that was a little bit of a heartbreaker. Obviously, they've been pretty hot uh, as a team there. They've been covering four out of well, four out of the last uh, six games there. Um, have conventional wisdom says, obviously, three points. Chargers would cover this spread, but I, I don't like the Chargers right now. I'll take the Broncos and the points on the road. 
and uh, see if Russell Wilson can cook anything up. Yep, I think this would be a close one. I think it would be like a three, you know, so a seven-point game, maybe an overtime game or something like that. But I'm making a prediction for you right here. I think uh, the Broncos win. I think Brandon Staley fucks up a call here. And I think they fire him, and I think they let Kellen Moore see how, what he can do with his team for the year. I just I, I just don't trust this guy, Jijin. With the way this roster is, he's been fucking up this whole year. I mean, they're 5-7. and seven. They're 5-7 and seven even against the spread. But they're kind of in that same boat where the talent does override the coaching decisions. But, like I said, I just don't trust it. And I do like the way that Sean Payton's came back from all the criticism and the way Russ has been playing, even though they, they lost to Houston in a close game. I still like Denver this week, so give me Denver. All right. Make it a bold prediction. I like to see it. All right, last 430 game here. We got the Bills Chiefs, one of the games we previewed. Uh, you know, potential AFC championship uh uh, matchup uh, at the beginning of the year, but doesn't look like that'll be the case this year. Uh, Chiefs are one and a half point favorites at home. Uh, I will go ahead and uh, start this one. Actually, I started the last game. Hauser, you go ahead and kick this one off. This one's really interesting because if the if like I said, Buffalo needs this win to get to the playoffs, right? So they're going to be coming out hot, but they're in KC. If KC loses this game, they're going to be eight and five. You got the Steelers, the Colts, the Browns, and the Texans all at seven and five. If the Colts, Browns, and Texans win, you're, they will be tied with the Chiefs. And believe it or not, the Dolphins and the Ravens are ahead. So the Chiefs would be one of the teams that would be one of the, you know, the worst of their division, which sounds crazy. But like I said, this is Buffalo's game where they need it. I just don't think that they are going to have enough, even though with Joe Brady, I love it. I think this is resurgence for Mahomes. He always seems to show out against the top-tier quarterbacks. Um, when he has to and I feel like this is one of the moments where his back is against the wall the way he's turning the ball over and you know I just I just I feel like I'm gonna see a KC win here maybe last second and uh like I said I just I, I just see it right now I think KC wins this game yeah I'm on board with you Helzer historically the Chiefs have done very well when the spread is below three um and they're favored so I'll lay the one and a half uh Buffalo is on a terrible run here with against the spread <laughs> one and seven in their last eight and yeah i like the chiefs at home i'll lay the one and a half here all right let's move on to sunday night football here one of the matchups of the week that i should uh, be looking forward to uh eagles traveling to dallas uh to take on the cowboys dallas are three and a half point favorites at home um i'll go ahead and start this one obviously put in a clunker against the bill or the 49ers uh, last week i think they've been uh playing with fire all year i mean they could easily have you know four or five losses if we're really looking at some things here the way that the the chips have fallen for the eagles uh so because of that and dallas being at home dallas rolling Dak is looking very good um he's making a case for the mvp run here i'll lay the three and a half with the cowboys here i i I just don't trust Philly. I haven't trusted them all year, and I, nothing's changed for me. So I'll, I'll lay the three and a half with Dallas. Yeah, they've been playing hot, man. They're in Dallas, Sunday night football. Um, what storyline are you going to see Monday? Are you going to see, hey, what's going on wrong with the Eagles? And then, hey, Dak's hot. Or are you going to see here, here are the Cowboys. They lose to the Eagles. They, they don't make up that momentum. So the way I look at it here, Philly losing back-to-back -back is extremely tough. And if you're giving me three and a half points, um, I trust Jalen Hurts to come back, even though it is in Dallas. I just I haven't seen this Philly team, um, you know, play 
Like the way that they have being so physical, um, I, they have to get back to running the football though, because that's their mo. They can't do what they did last week and only run the ball a total of like 16 times. They need to run the ball 25, 30 times even get a chance to win this game. I think they do do that. And if you're giving me points, give me Philly here plus three and a half. All right. I you know hey, it's uh, it's gonna be it should be a good one there, but yeah. um, you know I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we might we might see Stephen A. on Monday wearing a cowboy hat, laughing his ass off. Who knows? Well, Philly, right, gotta look at Philly here, to... though. I mean, before we say anything, let's look at Philly here with this. Are they the the Kansas City of the NFC? Just kind of based on their record, what it could be? I don't know. They they kind of remind me of a little bit of a shade of the Vikings uh, last year. Kind of uh, really falling on the uh, on the good side of these. I don't think they're that much of a fraud, but. The way that they've been falling and getting lucky on these one-point game, one-score games. I mean, like I said, could have easily gone the other way. Had a few things uh, happen there. So I do yeah, agree with that. Yep. They kind of remind me of Minnesota, but not to the full extent where uh, they'll get bounced in the first round of the wild card or anything like that. But anyways, we'll save that for our wild card preview in a few weeks. Here, uh, let's move on to the Monday night doubleheader. Not sure why we have two on Monday night, but whatever. <laughs> Um, Tennessee traveling to Miami uh, to take on the Dolphins. Dolphins are 13.5-point favorites in this one. Another big spread for Miami. Helzer, who do we like uh, down south here? Dude, I really want to take the Titans here because it's a lot of points, but they're playing the Miami Dolphins and Tyreek Hill. Kate making his case for MVP, too, as well. Well, we'll say that. Um, but I, I look at it this way. I just, if... You know, Derrick Henry can be Derrick Henry. I think the Titans cover. But uh, if Will Levis is Will Levis, which he is this year, I think they don't cover. And I think Will Levis is, is going to have one of those games where it's going to be turnover prone. Could see Jalen Ramsey come down with the pick here. So, yeah, give me the Dolphins here, minus 13 and a half. Um, probably good weather game here Monday night. A lot of fans. I like the Dolphins here. Yeah, I like the Dolphins here, too. Uh, very good with a uh, big spread. It's against bad teams this year. Uh, last three games have uh, been very close to 10-point spreads. Only one they didn't cover was obviously uh, Vegas. Um, like I said, Vegas is a scrappy team, mm -hmm. but other games uh, throughout the year, they've covered those spreads. Uh, I mean, 12 and a half against New York, 14 against Carolina, uh, seven against New England. So I will lay the 13 and a half with the Dolphins, especially at home. Um, of course, Tyreek Hill probably going to go for another buck 50 and three touchdowns and why not? All right, let's move on. Last game of the week. We got Packers, the Green Bay Packers traveling to New York to take on the Giants. Packers are six and a half point favorites on the road. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, take us home here, Helzer. Uh, I, what can I say? Green Bay has been playing really well. Jordan Love has looked like a guy the last three weeks. Yep. Um, they've covered the last four out of five. They're four and one against the spread. Um, Giants really haven't been that great, at, you know, at all, really, throughout the year. I mean, they did just pound Washington a few weeks ago. They snuck away with a win against New England. Um, but I don't know. I like the way Pat Green Bay's been playing. I mean, just offensively, whether you want to say the defense is, you know, you know, taking a step back this year, that, that's probably been the case. But I don't know, something about the way Jordan Love and that offense has been playing lately. So, uh, this is their first game as a favorite in almost a month, but yeah. I'll lay the six and a half with the Packers. They've been playing awesome, dude. The, Jordan Love is um, playing really, really well, um, and they really don't have a run game. Like they, it just it's Jordan Love carrying the load, and they do got a good receiving core. I mean, Christian Watson hurt obviously once again, um, but still, 
Uh, you know, I just think I look at this game and I, for some reason I just I, I, this is a backdoor cover game for me. Um, I think the Giants here can cover. Um, like I said, they can give the ball to Barkley a lot. And I expect Jalen Hyatt to maybe have a, a game here. He's been getting the ball a lot more and being explosive. So we need to see the Italian Mafia beast here throw some to Jalen Hyatt. But six and a half, this is a backdoor cover for me. I'm going to take the Giants here plus six and a half. All right, those are the picks. Helzer will look to stay hot. I'll look up to make some ground. All right, that wraps up this week's episode. Can't believe it's week 14. I mean, we're just a month away from starting the playoffs. Um, and wild to think that the Lions are actually in the division, like leading the division. So got to enjoy this last few weeks of the season here. Obviously, week 14 means last week of fantasy. So good luck to everybody who's in a winning situation, uh, winning your in situation. And um, hopefully you can carry that momentum through the playoffs there. But uh, any final words, any final thoughts from you, Hauser? Yep, hopefully we come back here next week and we're not upset with uh, the way the Lions play and Justin Fields running all over him. But, like I said, um, the one thing I will say, and I talked about this today with some buddies, at least we're not talking about coaching candidates right now for us next year. So that, that is one positive, uh, I will say, going forward. But, no, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, this this year's been awesome, Jeej. Like I said, we're gonna keep it rolling here, and um, he has a like and to subscribe. And uh, yeah, let's go Lions! And uh, we out.